Welcome to A Nursing State of Mind. In this podcast series, nurses Linda Groh, who is CEO and Executive Director of AORN, and Dr. Phyllis Quinlan, a coach who specializes in the emotional well-being of nurses, sit down for conversations that reflect on nurse experiences during COVID-19. Their insights will help you strengthen your self-awareness and help you continue providing care with confidence, pride, and satisfaction. Hello, I'm Linda Groh, CEO and Executive Director of the Association of Perioperative Registered Nurses. While this podcast is produced by AORN, this series is for all nurses in all practice settings. I'm with Dr. Phyllis Quinlan, a self-care and healing coach who specializes in the emotional well-being of nurses. She's the author of several books, including Rediscovering the Joy of Being a Nurse, a Holistic Approach to Compassion Fatigue. Dr. Phyllis, what is it in our nature that makes us eat too much, drink too much, and reach for the candy jar when we are stressed? I'm joking somewhat, but you know, gaining the COVID-19, the weight so many of us have put on during this pandemic, one nurse's note said that these behaviors are adding to her depression, but she can't find the energy to regain self-control. Unfortunately, this is something I'm hearing all too commonly. What ideas do you have for us on managing these impulses? You know, Linda, full transparency, I am far from the poster girl for physical fitness and nursing. Um, you know, I can certainly relate to the struggle. I think we need to be careful about beating ourselves up for being less than perfect and not showing ourselves some much needed self-compassion. Can you elaborate on that thought, Phyllis? Never underestimate the therapeutic value of some comfort food. Um, I don't know what the comfort food of choice is for our listeners, Linda, but for me, the list is long. Chicken soup, <laughs> grilled cheese sandwiches and tomato soup, mac and cheese, chocolate, 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 uh, <laughs> cold and hot chocolate milk, pizza hot or cold, cheesecake, and of course, ice creams all work for me. We don't need to ask anyone's permission to indulge when a moment's relief or enjoyment is what we need. It's okay to say to yourself, I deserve this, I'm going to enjoy it, and then just go ahead and do so. However, there can come a moment when you realize that you're not offering yourself a brief reward. You are actually self-sabotaging. And I believe the line of demarcation is related to the principles of diminishing returns. Now, what I mean by that is that the indulgence no longer satisfies. Uh, so we indulge in some more in an effort to get more satisfaction or relief. And that, when that doesn't happen, we indulge even more. The risk here is that we move on from indulging more in things that might add a few pounds to the scale to indulging in substances or behaviors that are numbing us to unrecognized anger, grief, shame, whatever. And that's when it becomes self-sabotaging. That's a great explanation. I do see the difference, Phyllis, but, but what can our listeners do to help themselves? Well, there are two ways, Linda. You know, first we can recognize that our behavior is unhealthy and we can ask for help. 
when we are in the emotional thick of things, you are not always able to see. It's not the cheesecake, it's the grief. We need to give ourselves permission to reach out for help. That's not a sign of weakness, but a gesture of incredible inner strength. We have not known this type of persistent uncertainty or prolonged stress in our lifetime. The human psyche was not built for this. We all need help of some sort to reestablish a better sense of direction and to make our peace with our events and what we have managed through in 2020. Secondly, we need to build on a sense of compassion and camaraderie that I have seen grown in our profession this year. We, meet, we need to be more comfortable with offering peer support and receiving peer support. Let us reach out to one another and confront what we're not talking about. Let's create safe spaces where individuals can talk about their emotions and untie their frustrations. Then let's commit to supporting each other and getting those extra pounds off or resisting a shopping, spree, a shopping spree on QVC or Amazon. Let's talk out in the open, stir the beginnings of hope for a better day, and then put that hope into action and create support groups. This is a national need, Linda, not just a local need. No one is damaged. Each one of us just needs a little help to get by. We're coming very soon to the new year, Phyllis. Do you have any suggestions for some New Year's resolutions? I know I'm ready to make some. <laughs> you bet. Let us resolve not to beat ourselves up for just being human. Let us resolve to get the help that we need. Let us resolve to nurture the courage it takes to live you know, with a heart wide open and to resist the temptation to shut down and isolate. Let us resolve never to go back to feeding the monster of nurses devouring each other. Let us resolve not just to be the most trusted profession in the eyes of our patients, but truly begin to create a professional culture where we can be transparent and trust each other. That's a great list, Dr. Phyllis. I'm gonna add one more to the list. Let's resolve to accept that it is okay to not be okay, but it is not okay to not reach out for help. I hope our listeners truly hear your message, Dr. Phyllis, and above all, resolve to be kind to themselves. Remember, there are many tools and resources at the Wellbeing Initiative website. You'll find it at nursingworld.org backslash the Wellbeing Initiative. Thank you for listening to A Nursing State of Mind. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. We hope you found value in this discussion and you'll join us next time for A Nursing State of Mind.